You're listening to Panels of Blood, part of SplatterPictures.net. Welcome to Panels of Blood. I'm your host, Wes Knipe. First off, I want to thank everybody for being so sweet and kind. The response to this new show has been really great and encouraging, and I've definitely taken some of your feedback to heart, so keep it coming. You know, it's always a little nerve-wracking starting any new project, but uh, thankfully this one seems to be working out. Last time we dropped episode one on a Friday, but that was just going to be to take the place of the Dead Air podcast episode that wasn't airing that week. So from now on, I'm thinking that we're going to do one every Wednesday until further notice. But if anything changes, I'll let you guys know. For those of you just joining us, Panels of Blood is a podcast where I read you horror comic books. And uh, currently we're starting out reading the 2014 Nancy Collins and Patrick Birkencotter incarnation of Vampirella. This incarnation, she is uh, not so much the inhabitant of the planet Draculon that her late 60s, 70s counterpart was. She is an agent of the Vatican, and the Vatican sends her off on missions to fight evil. It's not unlike um, that anime series Helsing, where Alucard kind of does the same thing. Last we left Vampirella, she was sent by the Vatican to rescue a little girl named Emma, who was kidnapped by her father, William Baxter. Um, William is uh, possessed by a Vampirella enemy called Ethan Shroud. He's a high priest of the Cult of Chaos, during which Vampirella was captured and became a vessel for a powerful entity known as the Lady of Shadows. Ethan also badly hurt Emma's mother and forced Vampirella to kill her. Later, when the Vatican learns that Vampirella has been compromised by this Lady of Shadows, they call in Father Nicodemus, leader of the Witchhammer to take her out. And now we begin issue two of Vampirella Hammerfall. Written by Nancy A. Collins. Penciler, Patrick Birkencotter. Inks, Dennis Chrysostomo. Colorist, Jorge Sutil. And letterer, Rob Steen. We open with an establishing shot. We see a wooden desk. Upon it, there are instruments of death, if you're a vampire. A large crucifix and a smaller crucifix. A silver dagger several wooden crosses, and a vial of holy water. The caption reads, Vatican City. Off panel, we see the Monsignor speak. Shepherd, too, is fueled and waiting for your team at the airport. Hmm. The next panel, we see Father Nicodemus, leader of the Witchhammer, standing alongside the Monsignor, the priest who sends Vampirella out on her missions, and who Vampirella herself warned of her possession of the Lady of Shadows. Nicodemus says, I warned you that relying on Hillspawn to do the Lord's work was doomed to fail. Now you see where it's gotten us? The Monsignor responds. Ahem. Yes, well, promise me, Father Nicodemus, that it will be quick and clean. Vampirella served us well. We owe her that much. What was done to her was not of her choosing. She did not ask to be made a vessel for the Lady of Shadows. A close-up shot of the grizzled Father Nicodemus, a scar running down his face, across his eye, 
which is covered by an old brown leather eye patch. I make no promises, Monsignor. How easily your pet monster dies is up to her. We see an establishing shot. Vampirella, in her trench coat, holding a flashlight, searches a graveyard with billowing fog amongst the tombstones. In caption. Meanwhile, somewhere in the United States, from behind Vampirella's shoulder, a wispy voice calls for her name. Vampirella. We see in the next shot, Mrs. Baxter herself, except now, long dead, zombified. Her gnarled, twisted fingers reach out towards Vampirella. You betrayed me, Vampirella. You promised to bring back my daughter. Vampirella recoils in horror. I'm sorry. I tried. Believe me, I tried. Then, when I asked you to help me, you killed me instead. It was done out of mercy. There was nothing anyone could do to save you. Liar! We see now the corpse of Mrs. Baxter gripping Vampirella's jaw tightly. Her jaws leaned in to bite her throat. And she shouts, Give me back my blood! Vampirella awakes in terror. With a loud gasp, we see Vampirella now safely in bed, holding her head as the sun sets. Omniscient narration enters. It was just a bad dream, at least for now. But then, as she has learned, nightmares don't just happen when you sleep. We see Vampirella clutch her breast, inspecting the circular scar now on her chest, left behind the brand of the Cult of Chaos when she was captured. Like Ethan Shroud using her in a diabolic ritual, putting the mark of the demon upon her. We now see, in silhouette, an ominous figure of the Lady of Shadows, eyes bright red, hair billowing in black in all directions. The mark of Umbra, the Lady of Shadows, sister bride to the mad god Chaos, queen of the apocalypse. As if her life wasn't complicated enough already. Vampirella enters the hallway and sees that she has received a letter. She picks it up and reads it. What the? It would appear that she has been served an eviction notice. To Mrs. Ella Normandy from Jurgen's Property Management. Effective immediately, your lease has been terminated. You are to vacate the premises within 10 business days. Please return your keys to the property to the following address. We now see Vampirella angrily shouting into her phone. What the hell, Monsignor? I wake up this afternoon to find an eviction notice under my door? What's the meaning of this? We see the preacher dabbing his forehead in sweat, nervous, clearly lying. Evicted? No doubt it is some kind of mistake, my dear. We now see Father Nicodemus in a plane while his followers ready their wooden stakes. He contemplates out the airplane window. Monsignor's narration continues. As for your current situation, we have a special response team on the way. Just hang tight until they get there. We see an image of a mysterious figure staring into a roaring fire. He's sitting in a high-backed chair. He is obscured by the high-backed chair he sits in, facing away from us. A man, presumably his servant, speaks up to him. Excuse me, your excellency. What is it, Coleridge? Your spy in the Vatican has sent a message. The hammer falls. Ah, 
the malice Malficarum is on the move. The time for action is at hand, although I doubt it will be appreciated. But blood is thicker than water, Corridge. So I have heard, my lord. We now see a shot of a man, workaday-looking fella, kind of old, kind of dumpy, wearing a trench coat, leaving his office. It says, Jurgens Property Management. Off-panel, Vampirella shouts to him, Jurgens, I need to speak with you. Sorry, the office is closed. Vampirella angrily waving her eviction notice around. Why are you evicting me? Jurgens responds, It's nothing personal, Mrs. Normandy. The decision to evict you was made by the owner. I simply manage property, that's all. However, if you would like some more time before you have to move, I'm sure we can come to some kind of agreement regarding some kind of, uh, extension. Vampirella slams this man against the wall, holding him by the throat. You're playing way out of your league, Jurgens. A close-up shot of Vampirella's mouth, baring her fangs, the entire panel in red. What's the matter? Don't you like what you see? Jurgens choking now. I'm sorry, please don't hurt me. I've got a wife and kids who need me. I'm just doing my job. Please, I don't want to die. Die? Vampirella releases him and looks on in a stark realization. She is now turned away from him, holding her head. Go on, get out of here. She looks down to the floor. Some of the papers that Jurgens dropped out of his briefcase when he was slammed against the wall are now strewn about the floor. What's this? She asks. A note from the Vatican that reads... His Holiness has decreed that as of this date, the lease for Miss Ella Normandy has been terminated. Vampirella now storming into a building, thinking about her previous encounter. Some kind of extension. Huh. <laughs> don't flatter yourself. I don't like living here that much. She heads back up to her apartment. Who's here? How did you find me? We see sitting on her couch is a preacher. Rather plain, middle-aged classes. My name is Father Martin. I am your new control, and I found you because my boss owns this place. Vampirella now clearly frustrated. What's going on? What happened to Monsignor? Why am I being evicted? He responds. We discovered a mole among our ranks. Your Seattle location has been compromised. I was sent to escort you to a new safe house. Where is it? She asks. Far from the city, but you won't be alone. One of our team succeeded in rescuing Emma Baxter from a group of cultists. She's there waiting for you. Vampirella looks determined. Take me to her. A scene of their car driving down the road. Caption, three hours later. Vampirella says, You weren't kidding about this place being far from the city. Makes it easier to see your enemies coming for you. They leave the vehicle and look onto this compound. Uh, looks like it might be an old ranch or some kind of meager farmhouses. Vampirella says, why are there no lights? Martin responds. It's late. No doubt they've all gone to bed by now. A child screams. That's a child's voice. Emma! Vampirella, ditching her trench coat, bolts to Emma's aid. We see from off panel. Stay where you are, Vampirella. We now see Vampirella being confronted by several hooded figures, clearly members of the Witchhammer. Vampirella says, I'm not going to stand here and let you harm that child. Father Nicodemus holds up a tape recorder, demonstrating that this scream was only a recording. What child, Hillspawn? The hooded figures reveal stakes and large crucifixes. Vampirella looks down at their weapons. I don't understand why you're doing this. I'm on your side. I'm not like the others you fight. Father Nicodemus splashes Vampirella with a vial of holy water. She recoils in pain and her skin sizzles. Not 
any longer, Hellspawn. Vampirella looks down at her arm in disbelief. That's impossible. Holy water has never burned me before. Father Nicodemus, now raising his stake, shouting towards her. You burn because you're damned, Hellspawn. Another of the witch hammer lunges at her with a stake. And that is why you must die. Kill her, my brothers. Kill the Lady of Shadows. Vampirella's far too fast, though. She cracks one across the face while simultaneously kicking another in the mouth. They both drop their weapons. I'm not your enemy, but if this is how you want to play it. But Vampirella had her back to one of these witch hammer members that she didn't know. Father Martin, now standing behind her, strangles her with a garrote of rosary beads, which also burn her skin. Bring it on. Ah! Vampirella getting her bearings delivers a hard elbow to his center mass, sending him backwards. She now turns to him in full silhouette except for her eyes blazoned red. He recoils in absolute horror as she lets out a feral hiss. From off panel, Father Nicodemus shouts, Leave him alone, Hellspawn. We now see Father Nicodemus aiming a strange type of gun. I warn you, the bullets in this gun are silver and blessed by the Holy Father. Do as I say and let go of him. You want him so much? Here, you can have him. Vampirella, using her mighty strength, throws Father Martin into Nicodemus. Martin, no! You will pay for what you just did, Hellspawn. Then, from the night sky, the members of the Witchhammer stare up as they hear a horrible scree noise. Here, in a double-page spread, we see a giant bat lifting Vampirella up into the sky, she is completely shocked at this. The members of the Witchhammer sort of stare on lamely, not really knowing what to do. Father Nicodemus shouts, No! as this bat screes again. Vampirella saying, Put me down! We now see Vampirella flying high into the air, staring up at this bat which seems to look down on her with intelligence. Let me go, damn you, she says. The bat speaks. Stop struggling, you ingrate. You'll get us both killed, Vampirella says. I don't need your help. I've got my own wings, you know. We now see Vampirella spreading her wings, her fingers elongating and the leathery flesh expanding from her entire underarms to about her waist. She soars high in the air along with this giant bat, the bat says. Well, in that case, follow me as they both fly high in silhouette into the moonlight. We now see this giant bat and Vampirella landing in a distant graveyard. Vampirella asks, What is this place? Just a convenient place of the dead, where we can be properly introduced. That is all. What we see now is the bat transform into who it truly is, that same mysterious person in the high-backed chair staring at the roaring fire. We see clearly now that what it is is a vampire, and not just any vampire. This vampire looks uh, a lot like if it was a F.W. Murnau's Nosferatu 1922. I mean, he looks like he is played by... Max Shrek, bald, pointy ears, rat-like features, two long fangs coming from the front of his mouth, long, tight, black jacket. He says, allow me to introduce myself. I am Drago. Vampirella, seeing the face of a Nosferatu, lunges at him and hisses with her claws out. But Drago effortlessly backhands her away. Honestly, 
Is that any way to thank someone who just saved your life? Vampirella now looking down at Drago, holding her mouth from where she was struck. You didn't save my life. I would have escaped without your help, Nosferatu. Drago looking down at her calmly. Perhaps, but you will need my help if you want to escape the curse Shroud placed upon you. What do you know about Shroud? I know that he would breach the veil between this world and those in the name of the mad god Chaos. We now see a vision of demonic apocalypse. People possessed by demons slaughtering innocents. Drago's narration continues. And I know Chaos would turn this world into a fresh circle of hell, filling the skies with fire and drowning the oceans in the awful from his victims. Those humans who mutate into demons would be the lucky ones. Vampirella interjects. And I'd bet you're looking forward to the party, eh, Drago? We now see Drago staring up into the moonlight. Strange as it may seem to you, Vampirella, there are those of us among the undead who do not hunger for apocalypse. We now see Drago outstretching his arm in the moonlight. Fluttering next to his hand comes a butterfly. Many of us have worked long and hard to carve a niche for ourselves as apex predators. We do not look forward to having our world turned upside down and dominated by a bunch of demon princes out to impress the new boss. Besides, I have come to treasure this world's beauty. The quiet of the graveyard. The smell of fresh moss on the burial mound. We now see the butterfly has landed upon his index finger. A close-up of Drago's eyes looking back to Vampirella. Hell holds many things, Vampirella. But it has no place for honest pleasures. That is why I want to stop the apocalypse. And if that means I have to help you in order to do so... Then so be it. They now stand, squaring off against each other. Vampirella has her arms crossed. She doesn't trust him, but she's willing to listen. Who were those priests sent to kill me? That was the Malus Maleficarum, the witch's hammer. The Inquisition's shock troopers. They are experts at locating and dealing with vampires, witches, werewolves, and demons. They are ruthless and completely without mercy. We see the witch hammer skinning a werewolf that's been tied down to a bed. Another shot of them doing something to a vampire female, screaming out in agony. They're famous for their penchant for torture. They seem to have a fondness for the ladies when it comes to that, by the way. Now we see Father Nicodemus holding a flamethrower burning a vampire alive. You had the dubious pleasure of meeting the Hammer's most recent leader tonight, a holy psychopath named Nicodemus. Drago, now pointing to his face. The good father and I have met before. We did not see things eye to eye. The implication clearly being that Father Nicodemus is missing an eye because of his encounter with Drago. Vampirella asks, how do you propose to help me end the curse Ethan Shroud placed upon me? We now see an image of a nude woman, surrounded by demons, 
bats and serpents. The key to defeating the curse of Umbra lies with the blood of demons. As you know, all vampires are descended from Lilith, the Dark Mother, who lay with a legion of demons. And here we see a shot of various types of vampires. Nosferatu, a more serpent type, more demonic, ghoulish, and then perhaps more of like the Dracula kind. All suave, he's got a goatee. From her horde of unholy lovers, she begat a multitude of vampires, all of them different in some way. Each of her offspring founded their own unique species. Some became quite successful over time, others less so. We see a baby being held in the now armored Lilith's arms. You were the last of the Dark Mother's children, and the only one not sired by a demon. This is both your strength and your weakness. To defeat Umbra, you must fortify your blood. We now see Vampirella with her heart ripped from a chest cavity, dripping blood into her open mouth. That means tracking down and killing those vampires with the strongest concentration of demon blood and making it your own. We now see Vampirella fighting with the Lady of Shadows over a stone bridge over top, bubbling magma. Drago's narration continues. Only then will you have the power necessary to not only combat the Lady of Shadows. We see Vampirella victorious, throwing the Lady of Shadows into the lava below, but to destroy her completely. We now see Vampirella staring skyward alongside Drago. He has released the butterfly, which in turn flies away. She looks determined. He looks pleased, Vampirella says. Okay, you've convinced me. What's next? Drago responds. We go where the night takes us. And that's going to do it for issue two of Vampirella Hammerfall. Tune in next week for the next episode of Panels of Blood, where we're going to be handling Vampirella issue three, Krazu. That is in reference to uh, an extremely nasty creature that I am delighted Nancy Collins is included in this story. I really hope you guys are liking this so far. Um, I think that the things that I'm digging so much about this comic is not just uh, Patrick's amazing artwork, but also Nancy's incredible attention to detail in terms of vampire lore. I mean, not only do we have traditional vampires and Vampirella, we also have the Nosferatu kinds of vampire and even looks like Max Shrek's Nosferatu from 1922, but we got the Krazu coming up next, and believe me, there's more stuff coming up into this few issues that uh, I think you guys are really, really going to like. And I hope you guys are enjoying this so far. I, I, I really do. If you guys have a comic book that you'd like me to maybe tackle on the show, or if you just have comments in general about how I'm doing and what could be improved or what you'd like changed or whatever, um, you can hit me up at Wes Nipe on Twitter, or you can go to spottedpictures.net where we put all the podcasts up, or you can hit me on SoundCloud or leave a review on iTunes iTunes. Again, the more you guys share, review, comment, click on the show, the better it is for getting this show a little bit of recognition and also help us let me know that you guys are digging it. So we'll be back next Wednesday with issue three of Vampirella. And for Panels of Blood, I'm Wes Knipe, and we'll see you next time.